So it's the 28th of July. I'm here with the travel guru himself, Mark Lawther, from the Kerno Travel Company here on his very own podcast. Mark, um, good times ahead still. Uh, things are starting to happen. Uh, so much to talk about in this podcast. But let's just start with the um, new moving into the market house, right? It's an all stores. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, hi, Shane. Yeah, I've been called many things, gurus. Not always one that comes to mind, um, but thank you. Yeah, I have. I've moved into um, the market house in St. Austell, and uh, that is somewhere where I wanted, to, I wanted to have a base where people can come to see me and talk to me about what they want to do. And, and that's really, really important. I'm not a, a, a travel agent per se. I'm, I'm more of a tour operator. I take what people want to do on their holidays, primarily from down here in, in Cornwall, Cornwall Airport, Newquay, um, and, and build what they want. I'm not a case of, you know, here's a brochure, where do you want to go, and, and, and let's book it kind of thing. And, and because of that, it's really important they have an opportunity to almost develop a relationship with people to find out really what they want to do and why they want to do it and, 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 and bat ideas around. So it's really, really good for me that, yeah, it's a nice little space in the market house, got a com- couple of comfy chairs, probably almost a bit like these, very comfy. Nice. And um, I'm going I'm to bring a coffee machine in. And, and just want to really get to know people and just get under the skin a little bit about why they want to go, where they want to go and how they want to do it and, and create something for them. I'm not, I'm not really an arty person, but this is the closest I get to creativity because obviously travel's my world and, and I know how to be creative with travel. Yeah, and people want that, you know, especially now when things are uncertain. They want that, I think, someone to speak to and, you know, and kind of guide them on the journey, if you will. I think so. I, th- I hope so. Um, and, and generally speaking, that is that is pretty much what the world seems to be saying. I think there was a report in in the mainstream press a few days ago, it was like the Independent or, or Telegraph or something like that, um, that said that um, the expectation is that most people will be booking with a travel professional um, and the numbers of doing that are expected to increase significantly. Because, yeah, everything we've seen over the last sort of like year, year and a half, um, all the uncertainty about do I book, how do I book, that kind of stuff, but then also what happens to my money once I've booked and that whole concept of financial protection um, has all been a little bit up in the air and I think people are, are, are understandably jittery yeah. about about sorting out their own travel arrangements themselves, you know, at the end of the day. And there'll always be a market for those who just want to book online. But at the end of the day, a lot of people want to know their money is secure and they want to know where it's going and how it's going. And And the other thing I've always said is, and I'm sure I've said it on this podcast before, the internet is only as good as the questions you ask it. And if you don't know how to ask the right questions about how do I get from A to B and what do I do when I get there, you're never going to get the right answers. You might get satisfactory answers, but they're not necessarily the right ones. So, yeah, absolutely. I think in, in the back end of, of the last 15 months or so, people do want to, to chat to a, a travel professional. You briefly touched on it there, but protection within the travel industry, certainly at the moment where people are uncertain on things, Talk to me about your atoll kind of protection that's, you know, wrapped around your company. Absolutely. Um, it's another really good piece of exciting news, and it kind of feeds into what I've already been saying. Atoll stands for Air Travel Organisers Licence, and it's run by the CAA, the Civil Aviation Authority. And, and essentially, it, it protects consumer um, monies uh, that are paid to a company who organises travel arrangements. Most people know ABTA, Association of British Travel Agents. This is slightly different because an ABTA agent acts as a retail um, outlet for an atoll agent who is a tour operator like myself who who puts things together so anyone who books with me and for anybody who I create their own travel arrangements for 
then they will be atoll protected, which means they are protected should anything happen, heaven forbid to me, um, that, um, that their monies are arranged. So whether, whether it's to the flight supplier, whether it's to the ground supplier, whether it's to car hire companies, whatever, um, everything is protected by the Civil Aviation Authority. And, and it's that level of security that I think is really, really important. A lot of people, especially those, again, don't want to, sort of beat up on a certain type of people but a lot of people who go on a diy holiday where they buy their flights themselves and they online and they go and buy the accommodation and we've seen it a lot in in these covid times you know people have bought hotels online and then bought flights online but the the flights have got totally different cancellation restrictions to the hotel the hotel's got totally different cancellation restrictions and policy to the to the flights the two don't marry up so you might find that you can't fly because and the airline stops flying and the hotel's like, well, there's nothing to do with me and you, you, you lose the money. So by by going through an atoll, by having atoll protection, my customer's entire package is protected. So are you members of anything else other than atoll? Um, yeah, one other key thing. I am uh, a member of something called PTS, which stands for Protected Trust Services. And that is a consortium that, um, it's, as, as the name suggests, what it does is when someone pays money to me for a, for a holiday product um it doesn't come straight to me it doesn't sit in the bank account of kerno travel company what it does is it goes and sits in a trust account and that money is then ring fenced until it's actually used for the purpose for which it was given and okay. that's really 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 important we've seen so much chaos certainly in the early part of the pandemic for companies that were struggling to give out refunds money sort of goes here there and everywhere and you know the travel industry has been a bit like that for the last 40 50 years it's a strange model uh people book stuff and then don't use what they've paid for for you know maybe six eight nine ten months after they paid for it and so the money kind of gets lost in the great ether as it were however with protected trust services that money is specifically ring fenced and it goes and sits in a trust account until it's used to pay the suppliers for the product for which it was intended. And that's really, really important. It means I can't go off and go and buy a nice brand new car with Mr. and Mrs. Smith's um, Barbados money. Sure. Essentially. Great. And uh, we all want that peace of mind. Uh, more countries added to the green list at the minute. We won't go into which ones they are, but uh, that's positive news. Yeah, yeah. There's there's more sort of green list stuff out there. Um, Antigua, I did some stuff online for. There's some really good offers out there. So there's a few bits and pieces on the green list that are well worth looking at. Um, Amber continues to be an interesting conversation piece you know the government came out and um said that anyone traveling to an amber country at the moment no longer if they've been double jabbed doesn't have to quarantine self-isolate on return which is a fantastic uh it is a fantastic development because it, a lot of people think well i can't go to portugal for a week if i've got to isolate for 10 days afterwards what's the point uh so that that's a massive massive thing we're seeing stuff you know start to come through late stuff for this year there's still a little bit of antsiness, as it were, about the so-called Amber Plus thing that France was put on, and there's there's rumours abounding of places like space, space, Spain and Greece. Um, space has been done this year as well. Uh, Spain and Greece um, have also possibly been mooted as Amber Plus. So there, there is still an element of uncertainty. I think the key, the key things that are going flying off the shelves at the moment um, are. You know, people deciding to go really, really late, which obviously minimises the amount of time for rules to change. And, and that's good. Late availability stuff is, is really popular at the moment. Um, and then people are just starting to look forward and ahead to 2022. And, you know, we're doing lots of Florida stuff for next year. 
and, and, and further afield. I must admit, I, I've said this in a podcast before, that all your Florida, uh, Florida stuff looks amazing, all the accommodation, all the packages are really, really, really attractive priced. And um, yeah, keep looking out for those people. On your social media pages, uh, just give them a kind of shout out if you like. Yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, Kerno Travel Company. We're on Instagram. I think it's Kerno Travel. Uh, my fabulous uh, marketing person, Susie, at Piece of Cake Comms takes care of that side of things and I never really understand what she does but it seems to work um, I've also got the Twitter page but it doesn't really get used very often sure. uh, and, and someone recommended to me that I do TikTok but you really don't want to see me dancing so um, yeah <laughs> check us out on Facebook Kerno Travel Company and on Instagram as well Fantastic. Well, we're doing TikTok ourselves at the minute, and it's a whole new thing. Do we get and to see you dancing? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Because that's the thing as well, because I just thought it was just that. And I kind of resisted it for quite a while because of that. And my um, nieces, they were over at Christmas a couple of years ago before COVID, and it was all the rage back then. And, and I'm thinking, what is this all about? I'm not doing that. But do you know what? It's actually turned out to be quite a good little tool. But like all of the social media, it takes time. It yeah. takes effort. And um, I'm always a big believer in, you know, picking one social media and doing it well. And for us, it's Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably tend to agree. Facebook is, you know, Facebook for us is really good. You get good content, get good images. In, but, you know, travel is a very emotive product. And the pictures you can just put out on Instagram are fab as well. I'm not sure what my 11 and 12 year old would make if I came home and said, Dad's got a TikTok channel these days. Because I just think <laughs> I would kill the street cred. Yeah, you would. I would it's, my... it's probably worth doing just for that. Just for that, look and film it and uh, gauge the reaction. Yeah. That's for certain. Uh, I just want to touch briefly on um, just Nuki Airport in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that seems to be going okay out there at the moment. Is there anything to report from there? Any kind of routes that are really starting to prove popular would you know like portugal for example yeah i, th- I think Newquay airport i mean they've done incredibly incredibly well to to come if you like come through this last 15 months because not only is it covid that's hammered them but obviously the loss of flyby was massive and and what have you and yeah i know they've worked so so hard to to come out the other end and not only come out the other end but you know come out the other end with with real positive intent there's fantastic summer routes there for people coming to Newquay. So there's a lot of holiday traffic coming inbound through there at the moment. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, right, um, EasyJet, sorry, announced sort of Birmingham and Inverness, and there's a load of stuff on that. So, and it's a big kudos to Pete, Amy, and the team there that, that they've done so well. Uh, the airports historically would probably plan their routes about two years in advance, and because of the weird world we work in, they probably are barely planning. Well, you know. EasyJet doing Inverness and Birmingham for this summer, which they announced two weeks ago, is just bonkers. So they've done really well. And, you know, we've still got the outbound stuff, the fantastic Ryanair things, uh, which we have got some really good sort of packages on that we we operate as an agent for. So Ryanair twice a week to Alicante is still year-round, um, which is brilliant. And we've also got um, Ryanair to Faro, which still operates through till the end of October at the moment. And then it's coming back again, as, it, as far as I know, or as it stands sort of next year. Um, so those are two really, really good routes. And, you know, I'd say to everybody listening to this podcast, you know, give us a call and see what's there September and October. Or actually, want, you know, once everyone's gone back to school and stuff, if you're, you haven't got to worry about kids or you're not worried about taking kids out of school, some really, really good deals to be had September, October time. So absolutely, Portugal and Spain sticking on your radar because the weather's still fab. Indeed, it's so convenient. You know, I, I plan to use it more. If I can just get my work load balanced down, 
I'd love to do that because it's yeah. such a thing to have on our doorstep. It's fantastic. Cornwall Newgate Airport to Alicante to Portugal um, and, and going through someone like yourself to kind of hook us up with all the right connections once we get yeah. there. Yeah, they're brilliant. I mean, you, you know, you can be in the south in, in the south of Portugal or you can be in Spain in a couple of hours, two, two and a half hours. You know, it's Newquay Airport. You, ch- you check in online anyway these days with Ryanair. You don't have to be at the airport until 40 minutes, absolute maximum. Don't everyone pitch up 40 minutes before now. Mm. But, you know, you check in an hour before. If you only live 20 minutes, half an hour from the airport, I you know. literally, your whole, your whole journey. And because of the way the flights are set up, they're twice a week. You can either do three nights, four nights, seven nights, 10 nights, 11 nights, 14 nights. So there's all sorts of permutations. It's a brilliant place. It's, they're brilliant destinations. And you know, as with everything, um, you know, from the airline world or the airline perspective, you know, the more you use it, the more Newquay Airport will be able to justify it to other carriers and say, look at what we can do here, what they're sticking your roots on. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. Fly local would be my message. Indeed. And um, give us a shout. We've got some great packages to those places. Um, you know, the Algarve is fabulous for things like golf and, and uh, there's water parks, there's surfing. There's some real good synergy there. And obviously the Spain, Costa Blanca, it's beautiful, beautiful neck of the woods. There's some fabulous golf there as well as theme parks. And just really, really nice place to go and spend a few days. And we all want a holiday. So bad. We want a holiday. Don't so bad. Me. I was just going to say before I finish talking about Nuki Airport, but if it's good enough for Air Force One, it's good enough for all the other airlines. That's Absolutely. what I'm going to say about it. You know? And what a fabulous job they did as well. They did, seven. Hey? Oh, my word. They, they did brilliantly. I think I don't think the airport guys slept for about a week, and they probably did sleep for about three weeks afterwards. But, yeah, <laughs> if it's good enough for the president, it's certainly good enough for you or I or anyone else. Absolutely. Well, Mark, it's always great to catch up. Is there anything that I've not mentioned that you'd like to mention that um, we can put in the podcast? Or oh, I, th- I think we've probably covered it all. Mm. Um, no, thank you. It's always good to catch up. And um, as always, if anyone's got any questions or any shout, you know, want to give me a shout about anything, anything at all travel related, then, you know, they can ping me an email, mark at kernotravelcompany.co.uk. The website's kernotravelcompany.co.uk. Come see me in store. I'll either have the coffee machine in or I'll leave you sitting there and I'll go and grab a coffee Yes, and we'll have a catch up sounds great to me well I can hear the sound of the holiday music and feel that feeling of sitting back in the seat as the thrusts go on the airplane it's coming very very soon Mark thank you as always for your support to the Cornwall Channel thank you very much for having the podcast with us and we will see you on the next episode we will Shane thank you take care mate